Hello and welcome to Superhero Chicken Fest, Episode 8. Today we talk about the Joker and movies the Joker is in, and as far as I can tell, there aren't really very many spoilers. But, am I trustworthy? That's for you to decide. We're also sponsored by S-Cells. You wanna go Super Saiyan? Get yourself some S-Cells! What? That's not- that's the wrong word. Uh, uh, sorry, ignore that. I was confused. Enjoy the podcast. Superhero Chicken Fest! Woo! <laughs> 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 Love it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Superhero Chicken Fest episode, I'm going to say seven. I don't know if that's right. Oh, great. But that's, that's about as close as I can get. You didn't uh, even have to say a number. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Allison. Hey. And John. John. Yeah. Woo. It's just us three today. And we're going to be talking about the Joker. Uh, John's back with us here in San Antonio. He actually has been for months, but he hasn't been on anything because we haven't been making anything. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, since uh, we're having him on the podcast and it's about superheroes, we decided we'd do a Joker episode because John is uh, specifically a Joker fan and probably is the only one of us that likes DC characters specifically. Cause... Um, I'm not a big fan of DC heroes, uh, but they have some <laughs> of the best villains. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I'm, I've personally never been much of a DC fan and so don't have any real like partial, like I'm not really partial to the Joker. Um, mm. And I don't think you have any particular i might be like, slightly impartial to the joker yeah. if anything uh but, I, mean, I wouldn't say i'm like far on one end or the other but i usually don't it's kind of the punisher thing right sure yeah like 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 the people i know that are in love with the joker minus like four are like some of my least favorite people that's actually what it because is because they me. try they, they it, just any opinion i have on the joker is actually an opinion i have on most joker fans more than anything you know what? Ah, I've, I've, I've pinpointed it down the joker thing kind of did the fedora thing which is that like yeah. it's totally cool if you're into you know if you're into the joker in the same way that it's totally fine for people to like fedora hats but the movement got ruined and it's not every, it's not like every individual person's fault but just like enough people joined the bandwagon that were just terrible people that it just killed yeah, it before it even had true. a chance kind of to same like thing thrive. With the, the Rick and Morty fan base kind of got a bit tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, all yeah, kind absolutely. of the same group usually, too. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. are. But it's okay because we have our own group of this, too. It's Doctor Who fans and everything oh, yeah. else that they like. So oh, yeah. they ruined that all for See, us. I think right. the thing is with the Joker is kind of interesting is the people that tend to be a bit toxic are the people who like the Joker. As a not as a character, but as someone that they model. agree with. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't agree with the Joker naturally, um, <laughs> but I think as a character, he is super interesting. Okay. And yeah. also yeah. very in depth, and at least for the time being, until they are maybe ruining it, ruining it soon. Um, his origin is completely unknown. He doesn't oh, sure. have oh. a yeah. real origin. Like we know that he got fell in a vat of acid. Um, uh, not including uh, the Dark Knight Joker, um, but most of the Jokers, they fell in a vat of acid that bleached his skin and all this stuff. Um, but as far as his real identity and his origin and all that, completely unknown, and I think that is really Ganon, interesting. sorry. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I actually completely agree. I So you're not a fan of like the new Joaquin Phoenix idea? No, I am not. Not very much. Oh, I think wow. trying to do the Joker's um, origin is kind of kills the per, per, kind of kills the allure of the Joker. Mm, um, that's always been the big draw of him is that they've managed to like po- keep him like shadowy. yeah keep him yeah he yeah. It keeps him mysterious. He's well. So this is actually the topic that we that we thought is. of, which is um, the the yeah, Joker. I'm gonna as far as I, I was looking up some versions of it just on my phone to confirm this beforehand, but he's uh, actually depicted 
there he he varies a lot depending on who's writing him as a character, yeah. which I think is interesting because like Spider Man and everything that he shows up in is basically the exact same guy. Right. And so are yeah. all of his villains, aside from like some costume variations or something. Yes. Um, and there's lots of other characters that sort of do the same. Even Batman is mostly the same, except for that one time he was Adam West. Mm. <laughs> but does this just mean that the Joker is a poorly written character? I just think it means that pe- the the concept of the Joker is one that people find very interesting and like to explore in different ways. And Definitely. so there's lots oh, of see. different okay. versions of the character see. that exist that I think are all or mostly, most of them are good. They all can be good, but, but like, they're all very different, and I think appeal to different types of people. But like your the, Spider-Man the Joker, example. There, th- sorry, there, there, there's Jokers that are in other media that aren't called the Joker. It's mm. the concept of right. the hyper-intelligent person who's the hyper-intelligent villain who um, sees the world um, as his plaything because he's so intelligent, and at the same time, and because he's so intelligent, man, is to stay one he- step ahead of his uh, pursuers. Yeah. That, you know, you have your, it's your Joker, it's your... Um, Dr. Your pul- Draken your from Kim Possible. Dr. Draken. Sh- <laughs> what, what? No, no, just, no. That no. was just for Ian. That's like an anti-Joker. That's but, for you, Ian. Um, well, there's an original, the original version of this actually, the pal- I think. The Palant, from, like Palant from uh, Castle. I believe it was Castle. Oh, sure. Is I, I Castle was going to say Moriarty, Bones? actually. Like, I think the original archetype version of this is Professor Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes. Oh. Which I think is what yes, they were, which yeah, exactly. I believe is what they were going for when they made the Joker in the first place, because Batman was like detective comics, like he came from that. I think it was, but they were trying to go for that kind of relationship between mm-hmm. the characters, where you have this recurring rival character, like villain, that can keep coming back over and over again. Yeah, yeah. the Joker. Um, um, the really the key ingredients you got. You all you have to do is you have to um, resemble the Joker in web by making him pale. That's pretty much the only visual requirement, honestly, yeah. that they've really kind of made ma- ma- consistent That's with. That's true. Um, Green he, hair is common. But, yeah, it's not required. But yeah, I guess it's not uh, in every version. The laugh, and then right. also the um, him being hyper intelligent. Yeah, or sorry, hyper sane. Um, that is, you got those three ingredients. You got yourself a Joker. No matter how else you play him, you can make him dark. You can make him lighthearted. You can make him. Uh, I think another key ingredient too is that he doesn't usually do the fighting himself as much, right? Like it's yeah, he's, he's a he's like a wimp. The, the master, he's he's the the mastermind behind things, but he's not right. the one like shooting people. Yeah, he's it, not it, going toe to toe with Batman ever. The Joker, yeah. yeah, the Joker always, he um, very rarely ever actually fights the Joker, or actually fights Batman directly. And any time that he does, it's it's because he's lost. He's in he's back into a corner. It's things did not go the way he planned. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's his last resort. Um, one comes to mind is one uh, I can't remember the name of the video game. But there's one, uh, I think one of the Arkham ones. One of the Arkham games. Uh, Joker's like, you know, he said he's backed in a corner. He's, you know, he's out of ideas, supposedly. You know, he's about to lose. He's like, and then he just manages to trick uh, Batman for just a second enough to stab him and get away. It's, so um, the, the, the topic we're kind of going for is like basically like a workshop kind of like how would we do the Joker? Like what do we think yeah. is the best variation of it? Like if we had to write the Joker into something that we would create... What would that Joker character look like? And you can draw, I mean, you can obviously draw from previous depictions of the Joker because some of those are, I'm going to because I find some of them more inspiring than others. Yeah, right. um, I think John should probably start because he has the most, he'll, yeah. he'll hit closest to what already exists. Well, I think it's um, really interesting because you just listed a thing, like the list of what makes the Joker the Joker, and I probably would have gotten all rid of rid of all four of them. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, almost, yeah, like just thinking, but, but I want to hear like your, your Joker formula, right? Making him like, 
you know, right. making him perfect, um, right? Kind of the, the best. A perfect the best. Joker. A, Oops. A perfect Joker is a Joker that fits thematically with the story they're trying to tell mm. and fits well enough to the voice actor or actor's personality. Like, Actually, that's a pretty good point. That's they, a great point, yeah. Yeah, if you have someone trying to play a character they aren't really supposed to play or the character you're trying to make the Joker, but he doesn't really fit your story. Mm. Um, he seems out of place and it doesn't really fit thematically. Then that's that, that makes a bad Joker. But I think any Joker, as long as they play true to their strengths, maintain the stuff that's important yeah, and, uh, fit it into the story properly. <clears throat> I think it's very good. Um, I have a question think, then. So would Jim Carrey be a good Joker? Well, Jim Carrey I was already the Riddler. He was the so. Riddler at one point. <laughs> <laughs> who is yeah, a, I know. <laughs> a, a worse Batman villain, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Riddle me this. <laughs> I know he was the Riddler, but would he be a good Joker? Yes, but you have to be a Jim Carrey Joker, I think is the point. Like, there's a there's yeah. a certain kind of Joker that Jim Carrey would be that, right. that you know, is not anywhere near Heath yeah. Ledger Joker, you Jim, know? Jim Carrey Joker oh, would I be see. a very... Would be a lot more of... less A lot less of a Heath Ledger Joker and a lot more of a Mark Camel. So he'd then what, like, what is the like right the mask, jo- Joker? Basically. Yeah, like so, the mask, yeah. So then I guess I guess for a better a better question for you then since that's a really good point is what is the right story setting for the best kind of Joker? Or for like, your favorite Personally, kind of okay, yeah, yeah. so yeah. personally, I very much love psychological uh horror. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah, I, I really I really love that aspect. I think it's probably why I like the Joker so much mm-hmm. is because he uses psychology yeah um to manipulate his vic- his victims and um sometimes technology if it's more of a cartoony kind of setting but um he he's he's a lot more reliant on other people being predictable so like the joker belongs in like a like a like a like a um psychological thriller slash horror kind of variation right like right but yeah. he's also that's the funny thing is that the joker He's unnerving. He's 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 a whole casting into himself, unto yeah. himself, because he's unnerving if done right, and he's also his own comedic relief. Yeah. <laughs> because he's so dark and villainous, and also funny and kind of playful, he ends up being his own foil, and Dude, that's really kind of unique to him. I think I picked mine. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> that. We'll get I'll do mine last, but yeah, um, that made me okay. really think. As as far as like actual actors, uh I think Heath Ledger's really good. Uh got you know, rest in peace. He he was a great joker. Yeah. Um, but in his own way, it was a lot more brooding and dark and they kinda he kinda played with the laugh. He never actually straight up laughed. He kinda did the ha ha he he kinda <laughs> mocking the previous jokers, which right. I think was great. Oh um, yeah, good point. And uh then but as far as voice wise, Mark Hamill's probably my favorite. Oh sure. Um very good. Um Mm. Behavior-wise, I can't remember off the top of my name, off the top of my head, the guy's name, but um, the Joker from the Red Hood. I don't think I've heard it, of or seen the, that. The Red one. Hood is an animated uh, Batman movie. Okay. Um, the Joker in the comic books was the Red Hood, um, but in this, I believe he was also the Red Hood. I can't remember exactly. I, the, the whole plot's not really coming back to me, but. Um, in it, he, it's a lot more, it's a lot darker. The Joker straight up kills Jason Todd with a crowbar. Oh, he's the one that murders the Robin that everyone hated. Is that what you're, yeah. That the one? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if everyone hated him, but that's he, what Ian well, always says. I don't know. <laughs> Jason Todd, I'm not, well, okay. I'm not going to spoil it, but yes, he essentially murders, um, 
Jason Todd with with a crowbar. Okay. In a in a in a basement, and Batman doesn't get there in time, and it becomes this whole thing where uh that that uh Jason Todd uh becomes Nightwing. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, you know, if anyone's seen the comic, it's it's been forty years. No, if you died. haven't seen it yet, I mean, come on. Um, there's no spoilers for, for comic books anymore. You don't die when you get beaten to death in a comic book, Allison. Come on. <laughs> okay, you're right. I anyway, so for the most of it, it's presumed he's dead. And um, he comes back as Nightwing, and he has this whole thing with Batman about Batman not wanting to kill anyone. Like, why is the Joker still alive? He killed me. And yeah, why, uh, why, okay, is he yeah. still, why is he still alive? Interesting. Um, and it becomes this whole thing, and the whole time... This is what I. This is one thing I really love about the Joker. This is where I think his uh, personality comes into play really well. Is the Joker um, manages to find a way to make everyone lose? They're all about to blow up um, because of some because of Jason Todd. He is going to blow everyone up if he doesn't kill the Joker. Um, and the Joker makes him tries to make him blow everyone up. Him, the Batman. And him, and he's like, I love it. Everyone, it's like, everyone still loses. Mm. And he, 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 that's just so much. He doesn't care. Yeah. He does not care. Yeah. No, it's, he's definitely like, he is always truly portrayed as like the, the chaotic evil, like cornerstone, right? Like yeah. On, yeah. On, on the alignment grid, the chaotic evil is the Joker. Wasn't manifested. he just like true chaotic? Because like, it's not so much that he, I wouldn't, he is evil i guess but he doesn't have evil motives he just does things for the sake of insanity i guess he is evil though because he has someone's like foil villain so he has to have a little bit of villain but i would actually disagree with that i think he's not actually chaotic um oh (laughs) the joker very much knows what he's doing that's kind of the that's kind of his thing is to everyone else it seems chaotic but that's because they don't know his next five steps that he already knows Sure. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. I would honestly say he's a lawful. Well, not lawful. What's the, the other? Is lawful neutral? Just neutral, neutral. I guess. <laughs> so I'd, I'd say he's a lawful evil. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. Yeah. He's the, a he's a lawful evil. I don't want to get. I don't want to like diverge into D and D tangent charts, but lawful is usually seen as like organizational. I think is what it is though. Like Nazis are lawful evil. Joker is definitely not like he he has a plan, yeah. but he's not. Um, He's he's not by the book, I would say. Like he's oh, okay. Like his, yeah, no, he's not. His he's goals not, are yeah. chaos, generally, right? Like he wants. To, yes, to he wants chaos. Well, he yeah. wants everyone to realize how. Oh, well, not every time. This isn't really required for the Joker, mm-hmm. but generally, he wants everyone to realize what he already knows. Is that you know supposedly in the in the lore? I'm not saying this is actually how the world is, but that everything's pointless. Um, you're all running around living your lives and it's going nowhere um you're all gonna die you know just yeah. the, the the general pessimistic kind of mentality yeah that kind of allures i think is what allures a lot of toxic people to him as far as people who idolize him and i think is also probably a pretty big basis for the rick and morty fan base as well yeah um, yeah <laughs> but yeah no that makes sense that well, kind okay, of so- destructive that kind of destructive mentality though is not so if, if DC Studios came to you and they were like, John, we want you to make the next Batman movie for some reason. <laughs> we drew your name out of a hat and it's your job. <laughs> what uh, what what do you do for to make the Joker in that movie? What is he, what is your version of the Joker? Who do you My who do you cast? Joker. 
Well, you're going to say Will Smith because the only actor you know, but. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Starring Will Smith and that chick from Miss Congeniality. That would be, that would be interesting. That would. Um, it hasn't been done yet. A but female Joker's kind of been done because of Harley Quinn, but she's... We'll get to that. Not quite... <laughs> I know the, we'll get to that. She's not quite the Joker. She's more of Joker's pawn because she's not hyper-sane. Yeah. Because she's... Well, so who do, who do you... What do you do as the Joker? What is what is your... What is the John Joker? Um, The John Joker. Ooh. Hmm. Well, I don't know about casting, but I do know they would... To, to do... To fit my story, it would be an actor that would be able to pull off um, being able to be light and funny, but sinister, like switch to sinister. Like, I, I don't think they need to necessarily be the same, like both at the same time. Sure. But very much be able to switch. And I think that switch is what unnerves people because okay, he's... Hmm. Yeah, playful yeah, yeah. and you start to like him yeah you almost start feel. to like him like oh he's kind of funny he's the charismatic guy and then you realize this guy is can I cuss? yeah, yeah. this guy is yeah. fucked yeah. you know like this guy is not in the right place like I yeah. want I, I would want it to be like if people had who, for some reason because they've been living under a rock did not know what the Joker was or who yeah. the Joker was would just be caught off guard okay like if his first line was funny and his second or you know just playful and his next line was like think like um i can't think of anything see we both i think we probably went to totally different places though because what you're talking about to me is like is a is is a is a boy i know like genuinely it's the it's the guy who is like handsome funny smart and everybody likes him but then like just suddenly someone says something and you just watch him like freak out i don't know if you guys have ever had these types of experiences but i've Oh, yeah, I've been at a party with, like, this guy that, you know, I've met this type of person, I guess, who's just, like, really chill, very charismatic, super kind, super funny, super nice, you really like him, and then somebody says something, like, you could say something like, um, um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, a good example, but it, it would basically be, like, oh, you know, you could spill your glass, right, like, they on have, the like, floor. certain things that set them that's, off. But then they, right? but then, that, but then they like, though. but then they, but then they stand, and then they're screaming, and then they're freaking out, and then they're apologizing, like, two seconds later, and that's kind I know, of, like. I know someone like that, but anyways. Yeah, no, that's, um, but that's, but that's what my mind went to when you're talking about that, that, like, no. the person who can jump back and forth is that kind no, of no, person no. in real not, life. Not, like, in a bipolar way, very much antisocial, um awkward not necessarily i when so i said when, when say, i said charismatic you you didn't, I didn't actually i didn't you really said, mean you said light and funny and so i was going to ask you do you mean light and funny to only himself or to people who like kind of flow with that type of thing like that dark grittiness or does he come across light and funny to the audience um more like light and funny to the audience like okay, okay. not necessarily to himself um interesting i'm not sure if that's really a good description though sure more like a. There's a lot of pausing in this episode. I just want to. There is okay. So okay. So I'm gonna jump well, sometimes, in. Sometimes you need a, a good. I'm gonna a I'm gonna jump in a little bit with my think. opinions on this, um, and we'll kind of work our way back around. We'll talk about what makes the Joker, and then we'll go into like what sure, our let's Joker just do, movie yeah, like, looks like. Yeah, like quicker quicker versions of just of like the Jokers we would make real quick because you you've talked about you want like psychological. Um, kind of like messing with people and then sort of the unhinged switching back and forth kind of thing between yeah. like 
being funny and being sinister, basically, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I know you have a very specific version of the Joker that you would make because you've That's talked really about this That's really interesting because I don't before. know what... No, we've talked about how I would fix the current Joker, like how I would make the Joker like kind of a character. And so it's no, probably going to... you talked gonna... about your female Joker idea, which I think is actually really interesting. I do have I a female Joker idea. Your... That's not really what I was going to talk about, Okay. Um, I mean more like... Well, okay, so I guess here's a good example. That, like... The female Joker idea was how to make... How do you marry Harley Quinn and the Joker into a character that right. is actually good? This but is kind I, I of a different question. I thought it made a really interesting version of the Joker that doesn't actually violate any of the like the Joker like uh, requirements that we've already talked about. It doesn't, but I'm going to violate all those requirements okay. in my in my <laughs> Fine, discussion about it. the Joker. So, um, so things I hate about the Joker is what I'm going to start with. One, the 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 super sane thing that mm-hmm. like hyper intelligence thing. Yeah. Hate that. Reminds me of a fedora, like just like I picture. <laughs> I pictured the only person that says like, like I'm just a super smart person that knows too much and it hurts. Just fedora. It is just a really edge lord like kind of description. It's hard to get. It's around. hard to. It doesn't mean that it is that way, but like my brain can't like get over how you make that character well. Except for Heath Ledger, I think they nailed that in terms of like someone who clearly knows more than everyone else. Um, but even still, I think it's too tricky and I don't think it's a good description. I, I kind of just would, I would, well, personally, there, I would throw that out the window. Second sure. thing that I hate about Joker is Batman. Uh, <laughs> okay. Like, Joker. I can, I can agree there. Joker, <laughs> solo Joker movies or Joker and, you know, his gang or yeah. Joker and his backstory. Maybe, I don't know. Cause that's going to happen. We're all going to know what we think about that soon. Um, but just. Get rid of Batman. He just ruins it. Make someone better. Do something better. Joker is so much more deserving of anyone else. And then three, the other thing I hate about the Joker is Harley Quinn. Get rid of that. Don't well, like actually, that. Okay, so Harley Quinn, um, funny, here's an interesting backstory on Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Harley Quinn was actually not made by the creators of the comic books. He was actually a fan-made character. That yeah, ended up getting so much more sense. Yeah, doesn't it? it? <laughs> um, I think she's actually a good piece, um, and I know... Like, just gender aside, you know, I get the whole romance thing. That was kind of ham-fisted in there. But sure. just in general, the, the a good role that she does play is she gives um, kind of a way for the audience to see his the um, negative impact of his philosophy on other people. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Because she is not – she dark, jo- <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Joker Harley Quinn love – <laughs> no, that is just. Do not strive to have a relationship like that. Yeah, that is horrible. Well, but I, that's the entire point. Is that is she is this person who is already vulnerable, got caught in a vulnerable spot, and ended up kind of getting Stockholm syndromed into yeah. following this man who is abusive, manipulative, and you know uses her for crime and then she's in too deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I no, I get all that. But what I hate about the Joker is in fact Harley Quinn because what it does is make Harley Quinn a character and she's garbage. So just <laughs> get rid of that. Just, just just Harley Quinn's not necessarily a garbage character. I don't think you've seen enough uh I Harley Quinn to, to know that. Harley Quinn. Have you seen the uh animated Batman series? I watched it as a kid, but I would I would argue that no, I haven't. You watched really it as a kid, it. it's not for kids. I know it's not for kids. I mean it was it was on the television <laughs> when my parents weren't around, but they didn't know because it was Batman. But um no, I have I have seen clips of it, um and I know I know of that character. I would agree she is the best version of that. Um but even still just her existence is bad and her writing is always bad. And her backstory is bad, and then her future story where she like turns into a lesbian, better, still bad. I don't like it. Wait, so, anyway. so why is it? Bad? Why is you just, Harley you Quinn said bad? it's bad, but you didn't say why. 
Oh, I think Harley Quinn is one of the most like one of the most tragic female characters ever written. Absolutely. Not not tragic in that like like she is tragic in that she is like a like if writing could be described as a tragedy, her writing is a tragedy. Right. Why? Anyway, well, that's a different podcast. And I've already gone over it a little bit, but I want to go back to the Joker thing. So no, no Harley Quinn, no Batman, no Super Saiyan stuff or uh, a lot of s- saying because it just sounds like super. It sounds like super. Saiyan, yeah, yeah. actually, no. so, Joker so, with blowing yellow so, hair. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe yeah. I, I get rid of that. Don't like that the, version. I believe the term was hyper sane. Hyper sane. In the comics or something hyper like that, sane is better because that, it's more distinguishable. Yeah. Yeah. Hyper sane. Um, so yeah. I would honestly like scariest version of Joker I've seen. So one, I think he should be terrifying. That's just my thing. Like yeah, not necessarily absolutely. horror movie movie terrifying, but like if I want if I want it to like resonate in people's soul that this dude is like 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 haunt your dreams kind of freaky. Um, I would make him like a really kind of, kind of with you, like psychologically terrifying. Um, but I think the way you get psychologically terrifying across is to actually like, uh, like, like draw into realism a little bit because like, you know, if you, if you like pop out from the shadows and haunt me and stuff, that's scary, but I'm going to forget about it in like two weeks. If you remind me of, you know, like a, like a crazy, you know serial killer-esque type dude or i don't know like my ex-boyfriend or something then it's gonna stick around a little bit right mm-hmm. like if you if you take these elements personal, yeah it should but if but it should feel personal to well, everyone he should be like this this combination of characteristics that everyone has deemed as terrifying because they've because they've run across it things like creepy blank stares or right. Like lack of expression, but still with the laugh kind of thing. Like these things that just make him come across as like unnerving, like right. you had mentioned. Um, and that's probably how I would do it. He would probably look, he would look relatively normal. I mean, not like, like, not not, not like a nobody on the street necessarily. But none of the makeup, none of the hair. He would just par- probably look like a like a he would schlubby have, he'd have weirdo. He could be white, yeah. That's like, totally. I fine. mean, not like white, like race wise, but like bleached. Yeah, I mean, we we're still sure, talking yeah. about like comic character, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. No, in that's our, totally in our weird fine. scenario. Studios hiring you to make the movie, you still have to make it about the Joker in yeah, a no. recognizable way. That's totally fine. Right. He's still fell in a vat of acid. All of that works still. Sure. Um, that's not you know super important, just in terms of like how his characteristics come across. Right. Um, I think. Um, I th- honestly, I think Jared Leto. I did an outstanding. Joker. She, she actually really likes that he's one. My, a lot. He, he's honestly, my favorite version. The, the worst thing that movie did was cut. He had his, so much. He, he had know, so many. Mo- so much more. Like, agree. They should have just left it being longer. Yeah. Or cut the rest of the movie because <laughs> honestly, made it a Joker movie. yeah, just made it a Joker movie. I think they would have blown out the box office if they had a lot more Joker because they. It was weird that they used him as a selling point. He was on the cover of the magazines and stuff, yeah. and then he was barely in it. He was just a side character, yeah, pretty much. Like, not even like he was literally a plot device at most. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, no, so I, 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 complete, so I completely agree that the Suicide Squad Joker is my favorite by far. And I would say that his scariest moments are actually the ones that are less cartoony. Like, it's not scary mm. when he, like, electrocutes the side of Harley Quinn's head. That's not a thing. No one does it. I mean, it's it doesn't, like, resonate as, like, ooh, spooky dude. Yeah, well, I'm no, sorry. It resonates as exactly that. It, ooh, it, spooky it dude. That one but like riding on the helicopter with, like, the machine gun are both, like, that's, like, cartoon Joker. It's fun, though. It's fun. It's fun. It should stay in you're talking there. about, like, at the beginning when he's, like, in the club with the other... Yeah, when he's yes. mobsters, when right? he's like, yeah, or or when he's driving the car and you can tell that Harley oh, Quinn yeah. gets kind of freaked out and you just 
the dude just doesn't care. And it's not because he's choosing to not care. He is lacking everything that a human needs to well, ever care the, about anything. The Joker has a lot of issues. And I think the fun the fun part about the that movie is when he had um, all the, the objects uh, lay, laid out around him in a circle. Oh, yeah. Perfectly, meticulously placed. Yeah. Like, he took the time to do that just so he could mm. laugh in the middle. That's, like, such a Joker thing. See that? Because he had it all perfectly... He, he, he didn't just take them and just, like, spread them out, like, in a furious rage, like, ah, and throw it all around and then lay in the middle and, like, laugh like some sort of maniacal madman. He took the time to specifically place those perfectly. Yeah, no. Because he is insane and... Very metic- and very meticulous, which is why yeah. he's able to plan out things six, seven steps ahead. Right. See, like if I could take that and kind of twist it into more of what I'm talking about, because I agree that it's good, but like it's not quite relatable enough. Like we all know somebody who's like OCD, so it's like on the right path of being like the relatable kind of creepy. You know that that sort of like, you know, it's there. There's an element that you could really like up the creep factor in for being like that right. OCD to just do that and then just laugh in the middle of a circle. But it would be something more like Joker's not meant like, to be creepy though. Well, I'm, ta- I'm he is meant to be Her creepy to me. Is. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, but like, like it would be. It, I think that scene might better be conveyed. I haven't thought about it too much. But like, if if it's a home or something that has absolutely nothing in it besides those things, with all of them meticulously laid out, like pointing inwardly. And like if someone walked mm. through it, like something more, something more that like resonates. I don't know if you've ever had a gun pointed at you, but it's the worst, <laughs> like just in terms of like, like you just feel like your body goes white kind of because you saw your like life flash before you. So something that kind of the people look at him and resonate with a feeling of being like completely like creeped out well, like, or alone or enough that it can be unnerving. It sounds like yeah. what you're trying to say. Like it needs to be something that you like connect with in enough of a way, but then something is just off in the right way that it's exactly. like, exactly. I it think just, that it just was strikes that like that nerve in you. That's like, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be around this person. Like what happens right. kind of in real life when you're around people that just give you really bad vibes. That's probably what I would draw from. Cause I think the, the hyper sane thing is, well, I, I think it's mostly ruined, but I think if done well, could be a really interesting thing. But for the version I'm talking about, it's just not necessary. Some of the creepiest, freakiest weirdos that I would be the most terrified of, their intelligence is not what is what's their their intelligence isn't what's freaking me out. It's the I don't know if this person is actually going to hug me or literally stab me. Can't tell. <laughs> like. They've been friendly, right. but they could stab me, and I can feel it in my gut that they might. But also, they've only been nice, and they could hug me, and I really can't tell. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's a, that's actually kind of one of the kind of what I think um, the kind of Joker that uh, um, Heath Ledger kind of went for. Yeah, I agree. He 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 walked in, and he was he, he was being friendly, offered a proposal. They didn't want it. Someone walked up to him, so he stabbed the pencil through his head, and then just yeah. kept going yeah, like nothing yeah. ever happened. That was crazy freaky. It was that kind of thing where it was just like the suddenness and I was like, Ugh. like, <laughs> right. I know. I, That's what I meant when I said a switch. Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree with the switching thing wholeheartedly, like 100 yeah. percent because I've not, met people like that. Not a switch because okay, I think the Joker is the best part about him is he's kind of he's not really any kind of extreme in any kind of crazy. He's mm-hmm. a very nice balance of a lot of different types of crazy because mm. if you go extreme to the switching personality and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you get um that that one movie, uh, Split. Yeah, have you seen Split? I don't think so. Oh man, you should see Split. Anyways, oh yeah, um, we keep getting told that actually. Is that in, is that one of the Shyamalan ones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Yeah, I need to see all three of those. It actually. is outstanding. I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah. Yeah, but um, 
if you, those who are listening, if you know what I'm talking about, um, that's a pretty extreme example of split personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, then you, if you have um, hit extreme OCD, then it's just boring, right? You know, it's, yeah. It's not that great, but. Well, so I'm interested to hear what your version kind of sounds like. I've been like, thinking about it just like as you guys little. have been talking and kind of thinking about like my different versions of this and sort of what I would do that I think that I feel like maybe I would be able to write well mm-hmm. based on some some of my own like favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And I think I would actually want to try doing kind of a a more low-key Joker personality-wise. Mm-hmm. I would kind of want to do, I think my summary of it would be the straight man Joker, I think might actually what? be interesting. Okay. Which is actually instead of instead of throwing out the the hyper sane thing, actually I've been trying to think of like how would I actually make that look in real life. Sure. Um, and so I'm almost thinking like, like imagine if Jason Bateman played a Joker. The the English action star. No, by Michael Bluth from oh from uh oh. <laughs> from from Arrested Development. No, I don't want to imagine um, that. I don't know. Like 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 picture that kind of <laughs> that kind of person though. Yeah. Okay. As that sort of and and so almost like you would see that. him like even looking kind of the same, uh-huh. but he would act like so like like snarky like the kind of character in the shows that always has the smart remarks to make who's actually like funny because he's always like one step everybody mm-hmm. um almost like. Like Jeff Winger, even almost a little bit. Like every show has one of these things. These these yeah. guys. I would almost be interested in seeing that version of the Joker, where like he seems to make more sense, just because like like it almost feels like you're on his side because he's calling out how ridiculous everything is, right? Mm-hmm. In a weird way. That's the Joker. That's the appeal of the Joker, um, right? But but presented as kind of that traditional straight man look that that because it's usually very uh, popular as as like the leading man mm-hmm. personality, right? In a lot of movies, the hero is the one that that is like constantly making quips. Yeah, and they're sort of like looking at everybody else, like, "What are you even doing? Why are you being so ridiculous? You know, like, why, like, this is all silly and pointless. Why are you, why, why are you guys acting the way that you are? Like, he almost feels like they're they're calling other people out on their crap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it would be interesting to see a version of that that is. Because of the way that he's act, like because of that mentality, is so distanced from everything else mm-hmm. mentally that uh, the 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 um, uncertainty of his actions actually comes from the fact that you you can tell he's not on the same mental like playing field as the rest of you. Not that he's higher than everybody else, but he's just not there. It's almost like um That's kind of what I was talking like, about. Like like how a, like like how, you know, a a really rich person and a really poor person just do not see things the same way. Okay. Right. It's like someone who's just so disconnected from how everybody else lives that it's like, I actually don't know what you're going to do because I don't know what is logical to you. You mean like Trump? It might be kind actually oh. yeah, I mean like Trump is a good idea of like that disconnect, right? It's yeah. like I don't even I don't even get how your how your brain's logic functions. Interesting. So you could do anything and it might seem normal to you and then screw everybody else over. Interesting. Yeah, so the thing the thing about the hyper sane that um I think I specifically don't like is or so I, I don't really know what it means, I guess. I have met insanely smart well, people. Maybe maybe I can explain this. So sure. the hyper sane is that he is um that's kind of the point, is that no one can know what it's like because no one is that smart. See, but I think but that's, that's a, why they make him crazy. I think in that's, a way we would understand. 
he's not right. You well, know, I think that's correct, I think but. that it's a writing mistake to make someone so intelligent that even you can't even write how intelligent they are because then their intelligence isn't properly defined. It's like he's hyper sane. I can't tell you how sane, but he's so sane that like I can't even write how sane <laughs> right. he is the because only... he, he's, he's ahead of me even because I can't. If they wrote the concept that he was intelligent about, right. then everyone would be able to grasp them and then he well, wouldn't be hyper sane anymore. <laughs> that's kind of the fun with, with comic books, though, is that sure. in comic books, people are typically really fucking stupid but um <laughs> so when you make a character that is normal yeah and calls people out on their bullshit they look smart take deadpool for example okay deadpool looks very he, he's obviously very stupid like as in his jokes like he's very lowbrow but right he's in comparison to most of the people in um his films and in his book comic books and etc right he looks like the smartest person there because well, he is because everyone else is comic books. That is, comic the, book that is the writer trick, right? You just right. You, you can't write anybody smarter than you, so you just lower the intelligence of everybody else collectively below exactly. your main character. Yeah, <laughs> and then, then you can make that work. Which is why that's what I mean by I think it would be more interesting if he just has a different internal logic than everybody else, rather than this. Co- I think I think the reason the hyper sane thing comes across as so edgy is because of the superiority aspect of it. Mm-hmm. It's like no guys, yeah. you don't even know he's just like so much like. Like more woke than the rest of us, right? Like that's, yeah. that's I think, sort of the whole thing. I think thing. it comes yeah. from the idea that people try to relate to it. They're like, "This is how I feel all the time." Right? Yeah, and then it, well, because it's because it's too subjective. That doesn't exist in real life. There just right. there isn't there isn't like a a linear scale of being able to like understand things around you. Right? Yeah, it's just not how that works. There's different perspectives, and so if there is made, absolutely a scale, though. There is yeah, a scale. No, there's not it, really it, the scale. The scale that you is that you're talking about for understanding the world around you is called pattern recognition. And that's where you get but people like Einstein even, and Stephen Hawking. But that's who can one see very things. specific type of intelligence. There are many, right. many different categories of intelligence There's and also ways people nothing... can be smart. And that doesn't mean that one person is superior because their pattern recognition is better. Right, and that's why we have things like we have IQ, we have EQ, we have street smarts, we have stuff like that. I mean, I mean animals very, can arguably be smarter than us in different ways because like pattern recognition is yeah, a human absolutely. thing, but like... Not all animals have that, in but fact, they're still way better at in, other things than we are. No, actually, yeah. in fact, um, no, there's actually... You could probably find an animal that is smarter with that is smarter than us in almost everything other than like reasoning. But as far as uh, pattern recognition, actually, which is funny because that's what we've used for so long yeah. to measure intelligence. Um, Vsauce, uh, Michael on his uh, channel, uh, he, he on his uh, paid channel, yeah, he uh, on Minefield. That's what he calls it. Um, he actually did, and he went to a zoo where they do experiments. Uh, with chimpanzees, I believe it's chimpanzees or some kind of monkey. Yeah. Or gorilla. Sorry. I don't know the exact etymology. I'm sorry. <laughs> or terminology. Um, are they actually better at it than we are? They are extremely good at pattern recognition. So much so that they can literally see a flash of um, of uh, buttons. Like It's kind of like the little... Like, oh, like a Simon game. Or yeah, like a Simon like game. They'll see it um, and in a fraction of a second, they'll see it and then they'll immediately copy it. No matter... like they'll, it'll, huh. be, it'll be like 50 different like things and michael was able to like kind of try to do it he he eventually he like after the third like one where it got up to like four like five or six i believe or something like that yeah um different uh stages he was completely he was blown out of the water so pulling it back so the reason i've been thinking about it so the reason that i think that so hyper saying the reason i would throw it out is one it's not scary there's no element of it that makes it freakier or that enhances the joker 
and who he's supposed to be, in my opinion, in any way. At least because, as a villain. Well, okay, it makes but, him stronger as like a self-insert character for cringy. No, it does. It doesn't but. though. It okay, yeah, okay, for yeah. that specifically. But but hyper sane and intelligent write the exact same way. So he could be all the things he's good at, all that planning, all that like pre-thought about everything, that like eight steps ahead of someone. That's just smart. That's Except, just you would just describe that as an intelligent character. But having him as the descriptor of hyper sane is like bringing it to a level that makes him. It kind of, I think it kind of like drowns him out as an actual interesting character because it's attempting to like, it's such a, it's such a hyperbole of, of just a, a very smart character. You can keep him smart and you should, I think, but. I mean, no one, no one. Okay. So no one says hyper sane since like the comics. It's obviously well, a stupid sure, yeah. term, but he is hyper sane. That's kind of the point. But, but it doesn't. That's it, why he's so crazy. I what think could now he people possibly? say it. I think if people actually say it more clearly now, which highlights what's wrong with it, which is there's all those I'm 14 and this is deep posts of like, no guys. The Joker is the one that was actually right. But how does everybody well, no, else? I, I think that's a, how does I think being... that's a bad stigma. Hold on, I, I think that you're all, y'all are leaning way too but much. That's what in, that hold means. On, y'all, y'all are leaning way too much into the stereotype of the audience and not understanding that having a character that is extremely intelligent and one step ahead of his uh, ahead of the protagonist, and also we wields because of that a lot more power than the protagonist mm-hmm. because knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. Is absolutely an interesting plot. Now, there are a lot of people that toxically lean into it and think because they want to project it onto themselves and stuff like that. However, um, that kind of mentality that it's not a good character plot is clearly wrong because it is absolutely very popular. I think it's the the, the term, the hyper sane thing is the thing that doesn't, it just doesn't mean anything. It just means that there's a philosophy that the person, like, I've just, I I haven't heard anybody use the hyper sane. Mm-hmm. descriptor before you mentioned it right but i have heard a lot of people talking about how like the joker is actually like has the is is the the, the intelligent one the smarter one he's the one that can like that has it down right you know right and that just means that you have some kind of personal philosophy that that matches up with that villain it doesn't mean that he's somehow uh like it's it's not the it, it's not can intelligence. I, I, I think that's what well, you're, you're not saying. supposed to. You're splitting intelligence well, from let me, this let me, your you're sanity. Not, you're not supposed to relate let to me, the Joker. Let me explain it a little bit. I think the thing is like so. One hyper sane doesn't exist. However, what does exist are people who are so smart that their ability to function starts to get hindered because they have to think about things differently. From like an an intellectual point of view, it starts to cloud their ability to empathize or have certain no. emotions so that does exist and we can pull it does not that does not exist that is a That's, that that is a media stereotype there are no there are the definitely smart, people these, who the are smartest s- people in the world mm-hmm. manage to function just fine in society and have are usually a lot of some that's of the most a different charismatic type of people. person. I'm talking no, about the type of person it, who has that's correlation. That's not causation. They're not that. They're not that way because they're smart. They just happen to also. They have social anxiety. They have social issues. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about things like there. There are actual autistic smart. children who can paint like hyper realistic paintings by the age of three because they are they are a type of intelligence that is being emphasized and while that is being emphasized they are lacking in other skills like things like empathy that is autism but it but it autism exists on a spectrum which means there are people who are still incredibly intelligent and that lack the ability to be like empathetic and this is the reason i'm pulling this as the example is because that's kind of where the joker is coming from he Mm -hmm. is so incredibly intelligent that it is it is like the determining factor about him and like you said, it makes him crazy, but that doesn't actually exist. 
the way that the way that it does exist is that there are people who can be crazy intelligent, that it is their primary thought process, which means that their emotional thought processes aren't the first thing that happen, which tends to have problems and people can come across as like rude or deceptive. Mark or, Zuckerberg. Right. But so why, yeah, but, but Mark Zuckerberg is like a really, you know, yeah, yeah, I but, guess. But why are you holding the Joker to a realistic standard? Because Whereas it's a superhero movie where you, you have... You don't always have to hold him to a realistic standard, but if you do, if you go too far in one direction, so much so that you can't even write it well, then I think it's a writing problem. It I think comes the down to the character. Well. I think that's the point. But, but that, he can't actually, he can't be any smarter than a normal well, person. The, the lore, the idea is that he is so smart that to everyone else, including the reader, he looks crazy. Okay, but okay. But let now me, here, here's wait, the wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you a question. In the same question. way that it's it, it's ridiculous and it's hard to write, but it's also really hard to know exactly what a man who wears a bat suit and has gadgets that can't possibly exist. Don't even get me started on Batman. Yeah, that's <laughs> but that's my but, point. But, is that it, no, that's the world that they live in. That's the lore that's set. It, it no, how they he... how they want to present it is up to them because there's no way to really present. That's the same thing with science fiction. Wait, I want to back it up. You said you said something like. He is so he is so intelligent that, but then you ended it with that the audience something something. But instead, it should be he is so intelligent that what? What are the actual consequences of him being so intelligent? And that and that's okay. about who he is. Like, sure, the consequences of that, as far as the writers try to portray, yeah, are a um, reminder. This also depends on the writers. That's sort of what we're talking about. Absolutely, but the, the, the general. I'm asking him about the, what the he's general about, um, direction they tend to go is. Um, that he is so intelligent that I know we've said this a million times so far, but that yeah. he is one step, two steps ahead, um, you know, um, and that also that he seems to do things chaotically. Whereas, why does the intelligence correspond with the chaotic though? That like because those aren't no, those we aren't like- because we see it as at least is how it goes. Again, this does not exist. Right. Just like warp drives don't exist. Just like any other science fiction. Uh, or science fantasy uh, object doesn't exist. Okay. It's something you you try to use what does exist to portray a concept that doesn't. Mm. And that's kind of where they go with that is that he is insane and that he is so intelligent that everything he does looks chaotic because we just don't understand. It's a vague concept. It's not perfect. And it's not something you can dissect yeah, I think and that it's get a proper writing. answer. I think, I think this is why that version of it doesn't work as well as some of the other ones then personally. Because I think if you were like saying that... Well, all of them, all of them are hyper sane. And he's smart enough to... But this what you're talking about is not presented in every single one of them. Because Which in one a lot not? of them, you can go back and... Jared Leto's is it? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I'd argue that Jared Leto doesn't... Just well, we haven't seen all the footage his, from that. I think he would have. I mean, we're talking about what we have, which right. is the movie that exists. That's, yeah. Um, but I, I think the the idea of it being this, like, so intelligent that we can't keep track of what he's doing means that if we took enough time, we could actually keep track of what he's doing. He might be ahead of us, but eventually you could go like, okay, now looking back on it, here's the plan that you laid out. See, I don't even but have I a problem with that. I think it's usually that. used... It, well, well, yeah, that the, would, the, the that thing would just that be I d- he's really smart and he's ahead of everybody else. There's tons of characters like that. There's, there are characters that do that kind yeah, of thing Yeah, but you're time. talking about a yeah. different thing. The thing that I get caught up on is he's so intelligent that he's crazy. Right, but he, he doesn't... Yeah, yeah, I remember. He's not the main character in any of yeah, these movies. Yeah, but he's crazy and he's intelligent, but he's not so intelligent... That he's crazy because it starts to make his crazy not make any sense, and it's I think it makes him less of a less of a freaky character when you try to correlate his intelligence with his insanity. 
like, and that's why I think that it, I think it, like, drowns out his craziness, because the idea is, like, you know, deep down, it's actually just that he knows way more of the universe than anyone else could, and I think that that's why it should get thrown out, is because it's, like, his insanity is tied into his intelligence, I and I think opposite, his, in- I think that his intelligence is well, specifically so, what makes okay, him Okay, I feel like scary. we're going in a loop on this one topic a bit that's now. That's right. But yeah, then, I think so. At least 10, 15 minutes on this one thing. I'll just say one thing, is that, um, there's other characters, like I mentioned briefly earlier, Pallant. Mm-hmm. Um, if you try to, if, if you take away the intelligence and just leave the crazy, uh-huh. it's not fun. It's not entertaining. And it's just a, it's just stupid. If you, you have to have the intelligence because there are other characters, for example, Pallant from Bones, I believe, um, ah. where he is not funny. He's not crazy. He's just extremely intelligent and it's very interesting. He's actually one of the most loved, um, like villains, I guess you could say, in Bones. Um, that whole arc was is one of the best in the entire series of a relatively good series. Bones um, is great. Bones is so good. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that it, it's the intelligence that makes him scary because he presents such a threat because you can't stop what you don't see coming. Sure. And... So I, I will disagree. That's why he's able to... That's why the joke... That's the thing that makes the Joker extra scary is that he is crazy right to the point where he has all this information he probably very likely knows who batman is really bruce yeah. wayne um bruce wayne right yeah yeah um but he doesn't expose him he doesn't go after him at home usually he doesn't um he doesn't use all the information that he has against him he just wants to play yeah, no, so I disagree with a lot of what you said, but I do think we should move on. Yeah, I do. I, I think we, I think there, we have been having... Do you, you, you want to say something else, or are we going to... No, it's basically basically the, the same thing. Okay, well, so. I, yeah, I think everybody... We, we keep making just kind of the same points over and over, but bringing to it back fair, around to something more tangible... we keep expanding on the tangible, same points over and over. Kind of. <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to come across that way. That might be but true. In the, uh, to bring it around to something more tangible... Um, now that we've pretty much established what we like, think about what makes a good Joker, um, what are everybody's like favorites out of the ones that actually exist? Like, because there are so many Ooh. different variations. What is your favorite existing depiction of the Joker? Walking Phoenix in the trailer for the Joker. <laughs> yeah, the newest. <laughs> yeah, one like really? legitimately. Yeah, one hundred percent. I so I think John does have some validity in saying that keeping the Joker scary relies on not revealing the backstory. Just not knowing where he came from. However, I also think that there's a very good argument to be made otherwise. I just never thought about what you were... I never thought about that, and that's a good point. But after watching the Joker trailer, I was like, this. This guy's scary because he's unpredictable, and you can't read his emotions well, and he can't read his emotions well, and he knows what he's doing, but also doesn't know what he's doing. But the biggest thing is, he looks like someone that you could run into, but also... Like, you would sit next to him on a bus and feel bad, like, in your soul. Like, it's just this thing that happens when you sit next to scary people, but you don't know why. Maybe this isn't for everybody. I know I get this, and I think that you can convey that character well, and I think that trailer does a really great job, aside from the backstory, which it seems like mom issues, I guess. I don't really know. I, I can't like I can't watching him break tall. down, though, too, because I feel like that there is I mean, the, don't there the breakdown. It'll be interesting, but it will, in the long run, ruin the character. Mm, okay, I'm, I'm I am curious to to see what that to see where it goes with that, and I can't At tell what kind of be movie it's going to be either. Ruining IPs left and right these days, so 
I mean, well, I, I would argue you can't ruin anything. It doesn't actually remove the existence <laughs> uh, of anything that came I mean, that's it. fair, but it, it can fair. if it's canon. Because canon is bullcrap. Like, <laughs> yeah. so you, you, this can be another topic. So, what do you another, think about the this? New Star should Wars. be a topic for another podcast, actually. I'm gonna write it down. Canon is bullcrap, should definitely be a topic for a podcast. Well, I, yeah, because one, I inherently disagree. So, what, that do, you makes th- what do you think about what do you think about um, the new Star Wars movies? No, 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 no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hang we can go on slight topic. tangents. We can go on slight tangents, right? No, that's a big tangent. <laughs> what do you think tangent, about the Star Wars movies? End, actually, so, so oh. wrapping back around, favorite existing Joker, John? Uh, favorite existing Joker, um, sure. Um, god damn, that's hard. Uh, I guess I'd have to say Jared Leto for appearance. Okay. It, uh, wait, have to like, say, his, like his costume His physical design? appearance, yeah, absolutely. That's oh, interesting. That's, interesting. A, that's an unpopular opinion. That, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't absolutely. agree with that. <laughs> I, think, I think it's, I, I like it because it's a bit more modernized. Yeah. And sure. I like seeing characters evolve. I get that it, it's, I get the, it diverged a lot from what is normal, but it was... Definitely more true to the original than, um, in fact, the, his Joker in general, I don't think any Joker has deviated as far from the actual Joker as much as Heath Ledger's. Mm, yeah. And the fact that he was able to deviate so much because he wasn't bleached, he was painted white like a normal clown. He, right. You know, he had scars on his face instead of, Right, you know, yeah, that, he, was, that was new. He, um, his personality was a lot more uh, uh lower like a lot more lower tones yeah Mm. a lot more uh sinister he didn't laugh at all except for the fake laugh really um so wait your so your favorite is jared leto's you think like in portrayal in looks i like that he's more modernized yeah okay i I I definitely like it a lot um that's interesting but at the same time i also very much like I think Dr. Drakken kind of ruined the old Joker for me, honestly. Because anytime I look at the old Joker now, I just see Dr. Drakken. <laughs> no, no. But, um, sorry. Because it's just the parody. Um, so, okay, I think it's interesting just to just to talk about that. Mark Hamill's voice. Absolutely the best. Hands down best Joker. Mark Hamill. Okay. It's interesting because it's interesting that you say you like the visual appearance. Because the visual appearance of, Heath Le- of, of Jared Leto's Joker, I think, is the most defining thing that shows that he is not actually hyper sane. Like he has, he has something like he is damaged right across. Yeah, his okay, okay. So, no, no, the actual so tattoos the reason, themselves, not so much of. A big no, no, no. Of, I love the tattoos for the this character design specifically because it looks like a lunatic would do that, and only right. a lunatic <laughs> would pull off damaged on their on their forehead and still mm-hmm. freak me out. Well, because what are you gonna do? Only. Laugh at him? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think I, I think but I. But like, it doesn't seem like a smart idea. Like it doesn't seem like no, someone yeah. who's so hyper intelligent gets. What like shitty tattoos? So so, <laughs> like, so here's what I just I, think it's interesting that you that you. Right. I, I don't disagree. I, I think I like more of the fact that he was um, bleached and had kind oh, of the, sure, the, yeah, yeah. He, he had the Joker look where it looked like he fell in the vat of acid. Yeah yeah and yeah. And that he was slender. Okay. But yeah. he got rid of the suit. Was kind of my my mm. where I was going with that. Yeah, good point. Good Not point. necessarily the tattoos. Sure. Or, or the grill. <laughs> um, it, I did like that he was more modernized again, yeah. but not necessarily th- those particular parts weren't my favorite. Well, didn't were like better than See, the because again, yeah. the grill thing does not remind me of someone who's like, yeah, like he's smart, a bit too right, but like, it does make sense not, though because he is in the crime world, right? And, that's true, yeah. yeah, and in the crime world of New York, no less. No, 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 or I, Go- I actually, or, I'm sorry, Gotham, but Chicago you know, basically, is, New York. it's usually Chicago, actually. is it? Gotham is almost always filmed in Chicago in modern movies. I don't know why. Huh. Well, whatever. Big so city. Yeah. Big dark yeah. city, you know. Um, That's interesting. Okay. So, oh, I wait. Think, so, Kyle, Kyle, you should say your version. I, was gonna, I, I think I have to go with Heath Ledger. 
which actually, based on everything you just said about Heath Ledger, that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> For all the reasons you just said he diverged from the Joker, <laughs> that's probably why I like him is because he's the most different from the traditional but Joker. But he depiction. is such a good Joker, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the and, fact and that it's, you know, I, you know, it's not like a, it's not like an uncommon opinion to have that Heath Ledger was was the best one. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, but no, I actually do. I think he's actually closest to the one I described of that sort of like almost like a straight man character, where mm. it's like. He's the he's the do I look like I have a plan Joker who clearly has a plan the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so Absolutely. I think I think that's why I like him is because he feels he feels very grounded. Mm-hmm. So I think I like that aspect of being able to to like I can I can catch peaks behind the curtain and see the actual person behind the weird caricature. I guess I is agree. What it is. I, so I I like that version of I it. I think yeah. as a written character, Heath Ledger's Joker is just like undisputably one of the best written characters yeah however it is so strongly it is so strongly tied into a part of culture that i hate (laughs) i mean it just spawned this type of person that was Mm -hmm. like wow bombing a hospital what a brilliant idea and like (laughs) i need a bunch of guns i've never met anyone who thought that oh no heath ledger heath ledger's joker was like it was like a punisher movement but like it it sounds to me like you don't really dislike the joker it sounds like you really really don't like Joker fans. I didn't so say is, I dislike the this Joker. This is tying back into our last podcast, actually, which is there's definitely overlap <laughs> between Joker fans and people who have Punisher bumper stickers. <laughs> like that is, there, there is an overlap between those two fan bases, for sure. Yeah, because they It's a bit they, judgmental. You know what it is? It's, it's the people true. who think they're hyper sane. <laughs> the people who think they are that way are the ones that both, that, that have Punisher stickers and Joker stickers at the same time. Like, if <laughs> yeah. you're a fan oh, of, if you're a fan of them, I don't own any bumper cool. stickers, so, so I know, actually, <laughs> we're friends. I've always so. said bumper stickers tell me exactly why I won't like you. Yeah, boo. Like, I've thought about, I've thought about getting, place. I've thought about getting an army bumper sticker, but I'm like, I don't need to tell her. I want a bumper sticker <laughs> that says I didn't vote for Trump, just so people know. I feel like it's something that I can get. I also want kind of the same. You're the kind of person who would argue about that with someone in public. Like, there's a certain. There's definitely like a certain like if you're putting bumper stickers in your car, there's a it, see. There's, I don't actually think that bumper sticker will, starts an argument. No, it doesn't. I it just think, identifies you as the kind of person that would probably start an argument. It depends. I wouldn't start that argument with a stranger if I was in public with a friend and they brought but it up. Flash then, yeah. it to them as you're driving behind you. No, I wouldn't argue about Trump. I would say I didn't vote for him, which, like you said, when you read a bumper sticker, it conveys something about that person very clearly. Yeah. That is something I would like. I wear the shirt too. I'd wear the hat also, but they just don't make the. I didn't. I just want people to know that I didn't do that. <laughs> I feel like that's really worth saying. Now, and you know, you could say the same thing would be like like wearing a shirt that says "I'm not racist," but that makes you look guilty as hell. <laughs> I feel like a, I didn't vote for Trump shirt. Really, I'm not racist. <laughs> I know no one asked, but just so you know. I'm just not okay. A part of me almost wants that. No. It's that's, kind of like the pers- that's kind of like the person who has to tell everyone that they're vegan because they feel guilty about having eaten meat once. Like last week. Yeah. I'm for that. I'm uh, well, for that. I think I've actually had a Michi Martin joke about this where he like, he's like, I like starting sentences with I'm not racist and then saying something that isn't racist at all. Like, I'm not racist, but you look really nice today. Yeah. That's not racist at all. I know. I said I'm not racist. <laughs> you never listen. Yeah. Typical Mexican. That's true. I, I get. <laughs> wow. Woo. Credit to Demetri Martin for that. <laughs> that's, oh, okay. that's a good one. But, yeah, like it, it, I, so I'm not racist. Never is followed up by anything good. No, but I didn't or vote I'm not for racist, Trump. But. Is always followed up by something good because of someone going, "I didn't vote for Trump," and then you're like, no, "Oh, cool, because, me neither." Because no one just says, "I didn't vote for Trump." That would have to be followed by, "I didn't vote for Trump," but. 
No, it doesn't. And then that would be bad. No, because what I like, I'm about, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm about opinion. this close to introducing myself as, hi, I'm Allison. I didn't vote for Trump just in case you have to wonder about that because this, this, this part of society is not my fault. All right. Any closing remarks on the Joker? I'm so sorry. This was so inappropriate. <laughs> um, do we, ha- do we have any conclusion, even if it's a, f- uh, kind of a facetious one that we just pull out of thin air? <laughs> I don't hate the Joker. I just think that they haven't... I don't think I do either, actually. After this conversation, I've decided I don't actually hate the I Joker. Think well, that, if you want I something think... facetious... Um, well, it's probably not facetious, but the Joker doesn't care what you think. <laughs> and that's kind of his thing. I think I think the biggest thing is I have a lot of... I, I, do, I do genuinely care about the audiences of characters because I think it says something about the way the character's written if the audience is garbage. However, the only thing I disagree with that on... Is Doctor Who. <laughs> because it's something you like. No, there's other things that I like. Well, there are other things that I like that I think the audience is toxic for. And I just try not to that, associate myself with like. I like, think anything popular has a toxic audience. It's not It's not that. But if your primary I think, I think audience having, is I think, toxic. I think it's the, other, it's the other way around. Having a toxic audience is a good sign of a character being really, really good. Because if it has a toxic audience, that means it's become so popular that it has a toxic audience. Because th- when things get popular, their audience gets toxic. And yeah. I've noticed that with a lot of different things. I was literally, this is what my fight on Reddit was about. See, back <laughs> around. Somebody drew four circles on a piece of paper. and maru, it has maru, a- maru, maru, maru. What? No, never mind. Learn oh. Japanese. Oh, no. Someone drew, <laughs> someone drew four cir- circles on a piece of paper, and it was put up in a very, very popular museum, and it has a huge... I mean, that piece of paper has a huge audience and following because, I don't know, something something started the minimalist movement, but arguably just a garbage piece of art. And why was I talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about fan bases becoming toxic. Because things oh, get popular yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, just because something's popular doesn't mean it's good. And especially <laughs> if something is popular and everyone who follows it or like the primary part of the audience that follows it is toxic, then there's there's I, something I wrong. I think I think that if something is popular, it is good because it hit a lot of people. That doesn't mean you have to like it and it doesn't mean you have to think it's good. That's true. Because being good is subjective. So it should be but two things. I think things. if something is popular... In other words, the majority of people who have been exposed to it like it. Mm-hmm. It is not objectively, but about as close as you can get to an objective opinion of it being good. I agree. I also think that something being popular means it's probably good. However, I also agree that if something is popular and your audience is garbage, then it's a problem. There is a problem <laughs> within it that exists. Like if you, it's kind of like if, if you're reaching all of the worst people, why? Right, what are you writing about here's, here's another, the worst that? I, I think like, there's a disproportionate amount of people that get affected sometimes because I think the, like, I mean, there are definitely, like, toxic Joker fans, for yeah. sure, and, and it's a very clear connection, right? Yeah. But there's no clear connection on why all the Doctor Who fans suck. That shows about, like, They're pacifism. Right. <laughs> like, but here's the thing, yeah. is that whenever you reach a large audience... If you reach a large audience and you get some talk, you're going to get toxic people. Yeah. And the bad thing about society and the internet and everything is, is that the toxic people, and by toxic, I mean the people that are negative, haters, blah, 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 um, you know, racists, sexists. Yeah. You know, people who are trying to look for, to use, to manipulate this medium into their agenda. Those people are always the loudest. See, you know what, though? It's yeah, a bit, it's and- about... The type of toxicity, though, like people who are Doctor Who fans that are toxic, they are pretentious right. gatekeepers. But here's the problem: people who are who, who the bad audience for the Joker 
want to shoot up schools or blow up hospitals or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, but that's because they can they can work it into that. But there would be if it was about anything else and it reached as many people, there would be a toxic fan base for it for some other reason. I was actually my with, point with I was Doctor Who make was I, I think it's I think it becomes more it it looks. Um, like more of a problem with something like the Joker or the Punisher because you can directly point to something. Because they're villains. You can, yeah. you can be like, oh, well, the people who watch the Joker well, are, are bad because the be. Joker is a an evil character and people are identifying with him. When in reality, it probably isn't that much bigger of a toxic audience than the Doctor Who one is. It's just that... Oh, see, I don't it's, agree. It's just that it's easier it's to be like, there's the connection right there. Whereas you look at Doctor Who and you're like, oh, those are just weirdos that no, don't No, it's specifically about what they're connecting to. But that's because it's there to connect. Yes, because there are no if guns reach, in Doctor Who, if you so there is no everyone. correlation between their toxic audience being the type of people who would want to shoot up a school. But, but there is for the Punisher, or there is for the Joker. Like yes, the, but if you reach because those if you're reaching are, everybody, yeah, you're gonna get everybody, and unfortunately, that includes the toxic people. I mean, and then there's things like Stranger Things, which everyone loves and adores, but there's still probably no correlation between that toxic audience shooting up a school like it's only because it's there's about, nothing to correlate yeah <laughs> because everyone well, likes the joker said, because he blows up a hospital but having people, something to correlate doesn't mean that it's bad there are probably people who but, like stranger things who also might have like some of the people who shoot up schools may have liked stranger things just as much as they like the that's joker. true like right like there isn't the that's that's kind of what we're saying is that there's just the it makes it more obvious because of the obvious representation that the Joker provides. Well, it's because of the things they say they like about it. Right, because, but they're yeah, going to say that they... because it's there to say about. That doesn't mean that yeah. it being there is bad. Well, it might mean now, 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 that there is other a part th- of that character that doesn't need to be there or is written specifically with those cases. people in mind. There's obviously edge cases. If you're trying to pander to specifically to that audience, like if you made an entire show about the KKK, right, where it is the KKK and, you know, it's following them and they're glorified and all this stuff. That's bad, right? That's obviously bad. Yeah. And that's going to reach a very toxic audience. But if you make a, a thing where you have a KKK member, and Boondocks has done this, mm-hmm. and you make him the butt of the joke, you make him the villain and all this stuff, you're still going to get those people that like that stuff, the racists, that are going to sympathize with it. See, They're still going to be there. See, I can't. And the connection is going to be there. It's not the fault of the media, though. I mean, yeah, nobody made anybody do anything. But I do think it's about, like, the patrol. Like, I think you kind of said it well. I think you said something like, like, if you make a show about the KKK, um, and I don't know. And you glorify them. Yeah, and you glorify him, but that's... Right? Like, the Joker's presented as a villain, so people who like him aren't supposed to like him. Right? Exactly. That, that's the idea. Uh, well, oh, uh, I see. He is say wrong. The Punisher, who is presented as the hero. Now that, right? People like him yeah. because he's presented as the hero, and they're like, he's good because he murders bad bad guys. Whereas Joker is like, he's the bad guy. He's the but one he's, that the hero punches. He's actually, You're not he's to be actually like, not conveyed that way in any modern media. He's not actually conveyed as, like... This is the bad guy. You shouldn't like him. That being the big, he like... He blew up a hospital and then burned half a man's face. And, he, right, and you right. just... And both of you just said that's your favorite version of the Joker to some degree. I mean, so, my favorite depiction yeah. of He's a villain. Good. That doesn't mean I like him. That's, that's not the true. That, that's not what that means. Yeah, that's I, true, like, but you're like not said, the audience that is like, I love the Joker. Like I said at the beginning of this, I find I am find the Joker to be a very interesting character. Sure. I do not find him to be a good 
role model. Yeah, and I think that I think people See, that do I think, feel that way are a vocal Wait, minority. I, I don't think, think that is. The I think you're right. I, like I am Quinn. bringing it back around. I think okay. the people who do think that way are the ones that consider themselves really intelligent, yeah. so intelligent that they do consider the Joker to be someone that they need to like feel represented by because they know what it's like to be. That's why I would gra- I would just I would grab the idea that the Joker is a hyper intelligent being and I would crunch it up into a little paper ball and I'd throw it into a basket and I'd light the basket on right, fire. But if Fair you're enough. trying if you're trying to specifically alienate a sp- certain type of audience because you don't like it and you're ruining what makes your character interesting in the process just because a couple of other people, a small group of people, mind you, don't you know, don't you don't want them part of your audience. You can't choose who likes what you like, what you make. All you can do is take your take your creation, make it, and then whoever likes it likes it. So there was a lot of lot lot to unpack there. So just two things, though. Just, just a two reminder: things. we've gone well over an hour. So if we can wrap this up, real we will. Quick. We will. But just two <laughs> things on that very last note. One, um, you're right. You can't choose who watches your show, but you can definitely choose what you are trying to convey. And two. Uh, I don't think it's a necessary part to making him a good character at all. Right, but here, here's another thing. Um, no. What is it called? Oh, no, no, no more other things. No more this other things. I was just responding to the last thing you said. So so we'll move on from that, and we'll, we'll wrap it up with a pretty bow. Uh, with In conclusion, the best version of the Joker is going to be the one that John plays that me and Ian write in our upcoming yes, sketch. Yes, that is. I completely agree. <laughs> That'll be fun. Not that we've completely dissected them, you know, this character, so that you can then complain about John's character. You must like John's character. John's his best. This is fact. Or else I'll <laughs> sick the Punisher fans on you. I will do my best. <laughs> uh, Ethan that playing might... Batman though is going to be outstanding. Yeah, I know that. That's going to be so great. That's really going to be a highlight. Yeah, I'm. I'm very excited for that one. I and Rachel playing Harley Quinn. Let's just make that happen at some point because <laughs> oh Rachel's Rachel's Harley oh, Quinn accent. accent. <laughs> it's outstanding, and nothing makes me want to just like like saw off my ear slowly more than Rachel's Harley Quinn accent. So. Oh, God. All right, so thank you all for joining us. John, thanks for joining <laughs> in on this one. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. We'll uh, have you in another one at some point. Yeah. And uh, we'll try to record these a little bit more frequently. We had a little bit of some downtime there where we just sort of, like, the bottom completely fell out of our production schedule, and we just did absolutely nothing for, like, a month. It was my but fault. But we're getting better now. It wasn't your fault. I was also, like, very depressed, so. Also, make sure you go watch the warm-up video. Oh, yeah, yeah, go, uh, go, if you go donate on Patreon, you can help fund these and all of our, our other projects, and you get access to an additional podcast that we record with the, uh, the same frequency as this one. We do a warm-up every single time, and we publish it as Oops All Tangents, and you can only access it through patreon.com slash doormonster. Usually and slightly, slightly less controversial. Uh, slightly better paced than this one was, I think. It went out pretty well, I think. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> just like it's just like chit chat. Yeah, Good it's just it's just nonsense. So if you miss the ones where we use where we just babble on about nothing, yeah. be sure to go check that out. Yeah, uh, you like it. and uh, we'll see you guys on another superhero chicken fest in a couple weeks. All right, bye everybody. Bye. Bye.